BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Welcome to Louis Eastall Field, BYU Cougar Baseball back on the air. BYU, uh, Brent Norton and along with Tuckett Slade. Cougars have lost the first two of this series, a, a walk-off loss uh, on Thursday afternoon, and then uh, yesterday afternoon uh, they lost uh, by a score of 10-3. to Cougars uh, walked seven batters, and that was their undoing in the ballgame. Tuckett and uh, looking for a great effort here today and uh, just uh, try to finish this season off uh, really really strong. Yeah, I just want to come out and uh, find a way to win a game, win a game in this series and, and move on to the next. That's the key for today. A few minutes ago, I had a, sit, a chance to sit down with uh, Coach Mike Littlewood and get his thoughts right before game three of this series. We are here with Coach Mike Littlewood, uh, Game 3 of this uh, series against St. Mary's. Uh, Coach, uh, two walk-off losses to start the, the week at Cal and here, the first one here. And then last night uh, they got you pretty good uh, trying to salvage the third game of the series and just finish strong. Yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do. I, we just had a talk on the bus that we, we owe it to ourselves, to our teammates, to, to BYU, to the administration, to to everyone who gives us this, this opportunity to, to come out and and uh, play baseball just to, to play hard and give it everything we've got. So hopefully the guys will do that today. Uh, Drew Zimmerman on the hill for you today. Uh, has he started before? I can't remember. Mainly at, mainly out of the pen, but uh, call on the freshman to give you some out, uh, some innings. Yeah, he has not started, um, but we want to use him. We, we want to use him as a starter next year. Uh, we're sending him out to summer ball to, to get some starting innings, and so – um, I feel like now's a good a good time to do that. Might get him three starts uh, before the season ends, at least at least two. Um, and so we'll just kind of see what he does. We'll, I, I would think he's probably a 75, 80 pitch guy today, um, just depending on how how much stress and pressure is on each pitch. But um, you know, we we just want to run his run his innings up and and see if maybe at the the last Pacific maybe he can give us uh, seven eight innings. Coach uh, Kobe Kelton came in yesterday, uh, had one at bat before yesterday, came out and got, got two good hits up the middle and, and got a start. Made it look easy. Yeah, I saw three pitches and hit two ropes. Uh, I was really happy for, for Kobe because uh, he's worked tremendously hard with Trent Pratt, our hitting coach, and, and um, to try iron out some swing issues. And, um, he, you know, we talked last night. He was kind of a pull guy coming in. All he wanted to do was pull, and it was really uh, encouraging last night to see him get a hit to the right center gap and then uh, right back up the pitcher's mound. So, uh, you know, for me, he's earned a earned a chance to start. And much like Drew Zimmerman, who we want to get in there and get some experience, we want to do that with Kobe today and work towards uh, building his innings. And, you know, hopefully he can be a, a real impact guy for us next year. Talk to us a little about their guy, the right-hander starting for St. Mary's today. Well, kind of Joe right-hander. I mean, three-pitch mix. And um, it, it's not the arm that we've seen the last couple of days, but it's a, it's obviously a good arm. They can really pitch it. So I just, you know, I just hope we can do kind of what we did the first day against Milam is just um, swing at strikes and take balls for the most part. It's not going to be that electric of stuff, but it's 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 going to be good. I mean, it's fastball around 90, uh, slider change up, just your kind of your Joe right-hander. But um, for, for us, it's like just execute, put together good at-bats and and, uh, and try to build, you know, try to build day-to-day right now. 
you know, mathematically still in the race if you can win seven straight. Uh, the way it's been going, that might be a little bit of a reach, but uh, play a little bit of a spoiler role here with St. Mary's. They've got a couple of big series coming up with LMU and Gonzaga the next two weeks, so a lot to play for. No doubt. I mean, really, we just, you know, we can't look spoiler. or That's kind of our role right now, but... Um, we just want to come out and play well and and uh, execute. And you know, yesterday I I put a simple sacrifice bunt down with Schneeman, and he just takes up you know he takes a pit yeah. And it's just I I'm I just not sure what, what's going on. It's just the the most simple thing in a baseball game that you could possibly do: square around and try to hit the ball. Um, you know, we just haven't been able to do yet. Yet we practice that stuff every single day, and so. Um, it, it's just a little bit frustrating, and I think we just want to. I think we just want to finish this season out playing some solid baseball and um, showing a little life and showing that we really want to be here and we have a purpose to, to show up to the field every day. Well, Coach, uh, hey, we appreciate you taking some time with us. We'll talk to you in the post game, and uh, good luck today. Thanks, Brent. All right, back here at uh, Louis Gisto Field as uh, we have a few pregame uh, things going on here at the ballpark. Cougars uh, come into the ballgame 19 wins, 22 losses. St. Mary's 28 and 18. Cougars uh, 8 and 12 on the year in the conference. And uh, St. Mary's 12 and 8. Uh, St. Mary's right now in third place in the conference as uh, they've won the first two games uh, from the Cougars. Uh, They are having an ALS day here uh, to try to prevent... ALS, and they've got a young man out there in a wheelchair uh, throwing the first pitch out. So a nice, uh, nice thing here at uh, Moraga as the uh, St. Mary's Gales with the Piscotti brothers, the starting third baseman, and Steven Piscotti is the starter uh, right fielder for the Oakland A's. He's also out there, and uh, just a, a very nice moment here in, um, at St. Mary's and uh, good crowd on hand, uh, biggest crowd I've ever seen in the ballpark. Uh, only seats about three or 400. I think we've had a couple of hundred here the first uh, couple of games, but uh, just a nice day as we get ready for the uh, National Anthem. We're going to send it back, uh, take two minutes, and be back with the opening pitch right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here at uh, Louis Gisto Field as the Gales ready to take the field. Cougars lose uh, the first game here, 2-1, to one, walk-off uh, base hit bottom of the ninth by the Gales. And then last night, Cougars, uh, Gales banged out 10 base hits, but Cougars gave them seven free passes. And four of the 10 runs were by uh, guys that had walked. So Cougars, their own worst enemy on the hill for BYU. And uh, they just can't afford to, to do that, Tuckett, with the uh, – with their lack of offensive production we've seen throughout the year, boy, you just got to take every run and uh, and uh, make it very, very tough and make the other team earn everything. Yeah, I mean, we're not scoring runs at the, the clip that we normally do. We're at like a 5.2 clip compared to last year when we were at 9.3. That's a big difference. And uh, haven't been able to get that clutch hit, two-out hit to get more runs. And because of that, we can't give up as much as we have in the past. We have to be able to, you know, give up in the three to four range to have a chance to win games. And, uh Last night was one of those kind of season games that we've just we've seen too many times of letting mistakes add up, and because of it, they score runs and they get free runs because of it. You know, and if you told me that our ERA would be under four and a half or around four, I would say, hey, you know, we're probably got thirty wins right now. I agree. And, uh, 
But, uh, you know, the lack of run production, the lack of just scoring runs has been the, the difference on this team. It really hasn't been the staff, even though they have struggled at times, especially with base on balls. But uh, it's been all more just about the offensive production of this team. Yeah, it really has. And uh, if you're scoring runs, you got a chance to win a lot of games, and that's been the recipe of BYU's success. And uh, this, this year has been one of those years where it's been it's just a tough year offensively for them. And, this, and the crazy thing is, as tough as it's been for them, they still lead the league in hitting and in slugging percentage. Yeah. So that just kind of tells you uh, how, hey, even in a bad year, we're still having a pretty good year when it comes to our league. It's just not enough to get over the hump because we don't have that, those back-end shutdown arms that we, you know, that we need. Defensively, the Gales will start uh, – Jackson Thorson behind the plate. Matt uh, Green at first base. Eddie House at second. Gio Diaz a shortstop. Austin Piscotti at third. Ryan Novus will get the start in left. Uh, Joey Fisk in center. Joe Franish in right field. And we are ready for baseball as Nick Frank, the right-hander. J.C. Transfer will step in on the hill, and he will face Brennan Anderson. Brennan, three for eight in the series. Had a couple of hits uh, in uh, yesterday afternoon's game, and the first pitch is... Outside, ball one. Anderson, Schneeman, and Hale, the first three hitters for the Cougars. Uh, Colby Kelton, who came in and got a couple hits late, gets the start in left today. His first collegiate start as Anderson pops it up. Joey Fisk in center field coming in, and he'll make the catch for the out. So Anderson flies out, and that will bring up uh, Daniel Schneeman. Sneeman will step in. Uh, he's uh, two for eight in the series, hitting 244 as he steps in. Game three of this series, uh, Drew Zimmerman, the freshman, Lehigh High School, gets his first collegiate start on the mound today for BYU. He's been a, done a great job in relief. And they're really counting on him next year to be one of the starters, so they, uh, he's going to get the start today. Yeah, try to build his innings up a little bit and see uh, how that goes going into next year. Pitch to Sneeman is over for a strike. One ball, one strike, one out. As we've just started here at uh, St. Mary's. Overcast day today. Where was that yesterday when we we needed needed that yesterday? We were sitting in the blazing sun. Fastball swing and a miss. As Sneeman steps back in, one ball and two strikes. Nick Frank, four wins, four losses on the year, an ERA of about four. And Sneeman lines one into right field. That's in for a base hit. So Daniel with a one-out single. Good swing there by Daniel. Got a fastball in a good zone and uh, put good contact with two strikes and smashed that ball for a a nice uh, single. I bring Brock Hale up. Uh, Brock two for eight. Robbed of a base hit uh, would have been extra bases last night by Fist, the center fielder. Really critical time in that a, ball game. It was a game-changing play because if he if he misses that dive, it goes the wall. He probably has a triple out of it, and now it's a five to three ball game with Brock on third with no outs uh, in the fourth inning. You know, with and then uh, because he made that play, we didn't score any runs, and they went in and scored five more, and the game was over. First pitch to Hale is a curveball drops in for a strike. Brock Hill uh, hitting 337 on the year. Seven home runs, 27 RBIs. A little bit of wind blowing uh, directly out. 
on uh, overcast day. Still uh, nice and warm. Pitch is a little bit low. And a ball and a strike now to Hale. He'll be followed by Favero and then Brian Sue. One thing uh, the Gales have done this weekend, they really stuck to their scouting report of a lot of breaking balls, a ton of breaking balls. Both starters have, were at the 60% clip mark the first two days of throwing breaking ball over fastball. And these are guys that throw 90-plus. Yeah, exactly. They just know that the, the Cougs love fastballs, and uh, they're not going to show them too many of them if they don't have to. Well, we've seen that up and down the conference this yeah, year. Yeah, we have. Here's the 1-1. Hale hammers one deep down the left field line, but foul. Out of the ballpark, up into a giant uh, pine tree out there, but about 30 feet foul. Yeah, just a little bit out in front of that breaking ball, but uh, really good swing there by Brock. He throws that again. I'd like to see him be a little bit later and keep that thing fair. Ball and two strikes. Dan Payne, uh, home plate umpire today. Uh, Steve Corvey at first. Tim Vesey. At third, pitches up just a little bit, two and two. We'll see, and that's what they've done. It's breaking ball, breaking ball, breaking ball, show fastball away to see yeah. if you'll chase. And then now they get you in a 2-2 count, and they say, okay, I'll throw what I want. They might sneak a fastball in on you, see, get you guessing off speed. Most likely it's going to be that breaking ball again. Cougars hitting 277 as a team as they uh, come into the ball game. Quick throw to first, and uh, Sneeman back in easily. Jordan Wood, outstanding performance on Thursday for the Cougars. Went eight innings, gave up four hits, only one run. That one run was a tying home run in the eighth. Brock Hale takes the pitch down low, ball three. Again, a fastball. It was just down below the knees, and Hale, good job uh, laying off that pitch. Now full count. Schneeman might be running here. Yeah, it was a good shot of that. There he goes, pitches way outside, ball four. So Hale walks, and that will bring Favero up. Done the pitcher, averaging over a strikeout an inning, 70 strikeouts, 67 innings, and only 13 walks. So this kid, great uh, ratio, strikeouts to walks. And as we've seen at St. Mary's throughout the years, they've they've got good arms, good live arms. Coach Valenzuela does a great job of recruiting arms. Here's the pitch to Favero. A swing and a miss just threw a fastball right past him. Little 89 mile an hour fastball right there. No balls in a strike. The Left-handed hitting Favero steps back in. And here's the pitch, and that's down low. Who just missed. Ball and a strike to Nate Favero, 248 hitter. It's a really good spot right there. 22 RBIs on the year for the senior out of uh, Vienna, Virginia, Nate Favero. Nate just missed a few balls yesterday that uh, hit him in the right center that uh, were up against the warning track. Still looking for his first home run this year. Ball and a strike. Pitch is uh, grounded out toward the second baseman. He's got it. No, he'll just throw to first. As the runner, Brock Helm got a good jump on that one. Big high hopper. So Favero moves both runners up, and uh, now Sue steps in. Ryan Sue with runners at second and third. And 
This has kind of been the Cougars' Achilles' heel. It really has. Hitting close to 100 as a team with two men out and runners in scoring position. That's kind of been the, uh, we've talked about that uh, since the, what, third, fourth week of the season. Yeah. It just kind of hasn't changed. So a big at bat right here for Brian to give the Cougars a early lead. First pitch down low, ball one. Started him off with a curveball, spiked it down in the dirt. Brian has one hit in the series. He's one for seven. He's uh, playing at first base today. Sue, the junior out of uh, San Ramon, right here locally. As he will step back in, Nick Frank, uh, a long look in. Now the pitch, and that uh, another pitch down low. 2-0. and oh. Yeah, I mean, they're really just saying, hey, this is our this is our scouting report. This is what we're going to do, and we're going to go with it, which is we're going to throw breaking balls and make you chase and, uh, and try not to give you fastballs that are hittable because when we do, you know, you guys do a good job of hitting them. All-time series between these schools. Cougars hold a 19-9 edge. Of course, the last six years they've played each other a bunch. Sue swings and misses. And the count, uh, two and one. Yeah, see, even there on a fastball count, he went to a changeup. Two and oh count, and he went to a changeup, which would have been ball three. Yeah, pitch was definitely down. Yeah. Cougars threatening here in the first. Here's the pitch. Sue takes that one outside for ball three. And it appears Dan Payne... uh, Played umpire a little bit of a small zone here to start the ball game. Yeah. Which could mean for a long day. For the pitchers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three and one. Here's the pitch to Brian. Popped up down the first baseline. First baseman going out. Foul territory makes the catch, and the Cougars again denied with runners in scoring position. Cougars, no runs, one hit, no errors, two big runners left. We are through a half an inning. Cougars, nothing. St. Mary's coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Joy Fisk will lead off for St. Mary's. We go to the bottom of the first. Cougars with a hit and a walk. Runners at second and third couldn't drive them in. In the first, as Fisk, the center fielder, steps in. First pitch from Drew Zimmerman is a little bit outside for ball one. Joey Fisk, Eddie House, and uh, Jackson Thorson, the first three scheduled hitters. There's a fastball over the for a call strike. The 1-1 popped up, foul out of play. A ball and two strikes. Drew Zimmerman, the uh, young man, quite a story. has got a plate and some screws in that elbow of his, and he has come back with a vengeance. has been clocked as high as 94 this year. Really a, a bright prospect for the Cougars, and there's a great slider that caught the, just froze Fisk at the plate. One yeah. man out. Yeah, when you haven't seen his slider, it's a devastating <laughs> slider, and, boy, throws it there, and Fisk had no idea. Eighty-nine on the fastball, and that uh, with that hitter, 
Eddie House steps in, second baseman. Looks like our favorite fan's back today. He's the mascot. Yeah. Pitches up high, carries a camera around, makes lots of noise. One ball, no strikes, the count. Little small ballpark. Uh, kind of a, you know, I keep referring to it as a uh, kind of a high school type of environment. And so you pick up all sorts of sounds. Of, yeah. You know, everybody, not a real uh, Division One type uh, park. Pitches uh, fouled off, one ball, one strike, two house. He'll be followed by Jackson Thorson, the catcher. Here's Zimmerman's 1-1 fastball, lined into right field, base hit. So House a one-out single. And that will bring Thorson up. Good swing there by House. Got a fastball away and hit it right field hard on the line. Thorson hit a home run here on Thursday to tie the game up in the bottom of the eighth off of uh, Jordan Wood. At the time, Cougars were up one to nothing. Thorson tied it, and then uh, St. Mary's won it in the bottom of the ninth, and there's another base hit. This one's hit into center field. They'll hold Thorson to a long single. Good play out there by McIntyre, and uh, St. Mary's with runners at the corners, one man out. Yeah, really good play by McIntyre to cut that off. That gets to the wall. That's a, definitely a run right there. And, and, and you're able to get into second quick enough to uh, keep it double play in order here with Milam now hitting. Kevin Milam steps in. He's the DH, and he was a starter here on Thursday. Milam had a couple of hits yesterday, including a triple off the wall in center. And a long, long, long single. <laughs> and then a yeah, single off the top of the wall and left. He thought it was a home run and was in his trot and, and had to hold it first base. Here's the pitch. Popped up. Might be playable. Noah Hill coming over. Sue coming over. Brian calls everybody off. Makes the play for the out. That's a big out right there because that's their best hitter right there. And to get him to flat on the first pitch is uh, great in this situation. Right in front of the uh, Cougar dugout down the first base side. It looked like Sue and Hill were going to run into each other. And finally, Sue called him off and made the play for out number two. So runner's still at the corners. And uh, Matt Green, he's 0 for 7, does have an RBI in the series. Will step to the plate. He's the first baseman. He's hitting 314 on the year. And here's the pitch. Checked his swing, fouled it off for strike one. Louis Gistofield, field, 330 down the lines, 370 in the power alleys, and 400 to straightaway center field. Cloudy day, but uh, nice and warm, comfortable. Good slider that drops in over the inside corner. 0-2 the count. You know, it'll be interesting if, uh, if Coach Pratt calls a few more of Zimmerman's curveballs today. He's been working on a curveball. He's been more of a fastball slider, changeup guy, but uh, he's got a curveball that he threw in high school. 
that the, it's slower with a little bit more break to it and more 12-6 action that he hasn't trusted enough to throw, you know, in those closing situations. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see in the start if, if he'll bring that out more today. No balls, two strikes. And here is Zimmerman's 0-2 down low. The runner is going to, no, he's going to get in a rundown. They're going to try to steal a run here. And now Sneeman's going to throw back to third. They've got the runner in a rundown between third base and uh, Great job. home plate. And they run him down, tag him out. Uh, St. Mary's trying to steal a run right there. And Cougars defended it perfectly. They executed that defense perfect. No runs on two hits. No runs, two hits, no errors. One man left. We are through one. No score, St. Mary's and BYU on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Kringlin steps in, first pitch he swings and misses. Now a fastball down the third baseline. Third baseman gloves it, throws the first, and uh, Kringlin with an infield single. Boy, that would have been at least a double. Yeah, would have been. Great play by Piscotti to run that one down. Ball right over the bag. Base hit by uh, Kringlin, and that will bring up uh, Colby Kelton, who uh, earned himself a start yesterday with uh, two late hits in that ball game and picked up a couple of RBIs, his first two hits and first RBIs of his BYU career. Yeah, happy to see him do that, and, and hopefully he can uh, just continue to, to be confident and go up there and, and say, hey, why not? Colby Kelton, the uh, freshman, Round Rock, Texas product, 5'10", 180. He's only had three at-bats. He's got two hits. First hit yesterday was a double in the right center field alley that scored two, and then he singled his his next time up, and there's a good uh, curveball for a strike. Coach yeah. Littlewood said Trent Pratt's really been working with Colby. really liked to pull the ball coming out of high school. Yeah. Got him going more up the middle. Boy, we saw that yesterday. Well, and he, he attacked both fastballs. He saw two pitches and both fastballs. He attacked them. So, of course, what do they start today with? A breaking pitch. Here's the 0-1. Another breaking pitch. And Kelton swings and fouls it off 0-2. No balls, two strikes. Cougars with a runner at first base. Leadoff single by Kringlin. Nick Franks, pitch to one hopper over to third on to second for one. The return to first to get the speedy Kelton. Ball hit hard, but right at Piscotti, who was able to turn the double play. Yeah, that's a tough one because because of his, it was hit in that situation. Keaton had to freeze to see if it was going to be caught, and it was a quick short hop and hit too hard that it's for sure double play. Good play there by Piscotti. Made two pretty good plays. Saved the double, which then because he saved the double, turned into a double play. That'll bring McIntyre up. Mitch McIntyre is a Cougar center fielder. First pitch is up high, ball one. You know, we talked a little about Zimmerman. As, as you come in as a reliever, your velocity will be will be more. Yeah, will. Because you know you're going to go an inning, maybe two. I mean, you, you find that up and down, even the major leagues, when they move a guy out or into the rotation, his velocity does change. Got to leave a little in your tank to yeah, you do. pitch those five, six, seven innings. Two balls and no strikes to uh, McIntyre. Two men out here in the second inning for BYU. 
Frank's pitch is a strike over the inside corner. Mitch McIntyre, good play defensively. Really saved the Cougars' run back in the first. Yeah, he did. As he ran a ball down in the right center field alley and prevented the runner from uh, first base from scoring. And now uh, McIntyre with a 2-2 count as he fouls the pitch straight back. Noah Hill in the on-deck circle, and here is the 2-2 pitch. That's down low, 3-2. and two. Frank's got a good curveball, heartbreaking yeah, curveball. Pretty good changeup, too. They got good pitching on this staff, that's for sure. 3-2 pitch. Ball hit right at the second baseman. He's got it. Speedy McIntyre out at first base, and the Cougars are retired here in the second inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and no one left. We're through one and a half now. No score, BYU and St. Mary's on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Matt Green steps in for the Gales. He was at the plate when... Attempted to double steal. Cougars uh, defended it well, got out of the inning. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Green, and that's outside from Zimmerman. 2-0 the count. Well, fortunate for him, it was an 0-2 count when uh, they tried to do that uh, delayed steal steal home. He's getting a whole new count, and now he's in a better position. Here's the 2-0. That's up high for ball three. Joe Vranish on deck. He'll be followed by Joey or Gio Diaz. Bottom of the second, no score. Both teams with two base hits. That pitch came in and hit him. I'm not sure why he didn't get out of the way of that one. Had a little body armor on. I think he took it off that. So a hit batter. It's the Gales at first base. And uh, Joe Vranish, right fielder, steps in. He's another right-handed hitter. Vranish wearing number seven on the jersey. First pitch is uh, outside ball one. Zimmerman come out here in the uh, second and thrown five straight uh, balls. Drew from the stretch, and the pitch, that's over for a strike. Yeah, you know, the one issue Drew's had this year, it's been he has walked a few, quite a few batters, you know, but what he's done is been able to get out of those jams. And he'll walk, there was one time he walked the bases loaded and struck out the next three, so he can get out of those jams. He's got the stuff. 33 but, innings pitch, 13 walks, 27 strikeouts yeah. for Zimmerman. Two wins, a loss. Area of 2.18. Pretty good year by the young freshman. Opponents are only hitting 197 against Zimmerman. This is his 19th appearance and his first start of the year. Ball and a strike. That's really been one of the issues for this team. The Cougars have just 
been unable to kind of locate or identify that number three guy in the in the rotation. Well, and an injury really hurt that. Yes. I mean, that's the when Ryan Brady went down, he was bona fide going to be one of our three starters. And when he went down after the second weekend, we've been really scrambling since to find that third guy. Two balls and a strike. There's a showed bunt. Pitches up high, ball three. Well, 3-1 count here is usually when coaches like to do hit and runs. It's, hey, hit a double with it or uh, ball four. Three and one. Here's Zimmerman's pitch. That's over the inside corner, three and two. As you say, it seems like Drew gets better the bigger yeah, really the situation does. is with guys on base. He's a competitor. Just love the fire in this kid. Here's Zimmerman's 3-2 pitch. Just off the inside corner. And uh, Zimmerman walks the, hits the first batter, walks the next batter. And that'll bring up uh, Gio Diaz. Certainly a sacrifice situation, I would think, right here for Diaz yeah. in the ball game. Other than the fact that he's had like five hits this weekend. So Diaz, freshman, shortstop. Noah Hill out to... Uh, Giving his infielders the sign for the defensive alignment. Favero in on the grass at third. Same thing with Brian Sue, the first baseman for BYU. And he squares the bunt, bunts the ball back to Favero. Favero will go to third base and they'll easily Ooh. get the base runner. If Schneeman would have looked, he had a possibility of throwing Diaz at first, but he just wanted to make sure he used two hands right there, wanted to make sure he got that lead out. Good job by Favero. Five six on the putout, one man down. Ryan Novus steps in. This kid's had quite a weekend. Hasn't played a whole lot, but he's been given an opportunity here. Got, had the game winner on uh, Thursday afternoon. Yesterday had a couple of hits and two RBIs. Ryan Novus uh, now hitting 391 on the year. Novus uh, just 23 at bats on the year, but uh, he has been awfully good this weekend. First pitch to Novus, good slider over for a strike. Good play by, as you mentioned, Favero, and I'm sure Schneeman was yelling third, 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 as he came in behind Nate. Yeah. And they had him by a couple of steps. The base runner, Matt Green, kind of went in head first. The the infield's still a little wet out there, and man, he went right on top of his head. Fortunately, didn't hurt himself. Here's the 0-1. That pitch is just off the corner, and Zimmerman looks in. We talked about the uh, home plate umpire. Pretty small zone here early. Yeah, he does, and, and and that doesn't bode well for Zimmerman because he's a guy that struggles. He's got so much movement on his fastball that sometimes it's hard to keep that thing on the corner. It runs a little bit away, and a lot of umpires usually will give that, you know, half a ball to baseball away, and it doesn't look like this umpire is going to do that today. Here's the 1-1. Fly ball, right field, Brock Hale going way over in the corner. We lose track of Brock as uh, we can't see him. The ball landed in foul territory. Hale just unable to make the play. We have no idea what happened. (laughs) 
All it Hopefully says he um, didn't run into the wall out there. No, yeah, he's back. He's back. All it says the umpire raises his hands for foul because there's no way we can see that. We are located in the first base grandstands, right, amongst the people here. Yes, we are. Bringing the broadcast to the people. That's what they've asked for. They're kind of invading my space. I'm yeah. a little uncomfortable here. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta use your elbows, Brenton. Box out yeah, a little that's bit. That's right. Ball and two strikes. Get an extra pair of headphones and get yeah. another, uh, you know, get a little more color commentary from some of the fans here. Here's the one two. Ball gets away from Hill down the first base side. And both runners are able to advance. Wild pitch from Zimmerman. Really a tough play for Hill right there. Not only did he spike it, but it was way outside. Noah did all he could. Didn't uh, knock the ball down off his hand, but it rolled about 20 feet away. He couldn't pick it up, and the runners easily advanced. Well, that's huge just because now all you got to do is put a ball in play, and it most likely will score a run. Instead, before, if you put a ball in play, it probably could turn into a double play. It's like uh, Sue and Brennan moved in. The ball's two strikes. Zimmerman really needing a strikeout right here, and here's the pitch. Ball hit hard. Favaro off of his glove. Runner will not be able to advance from third base. That's usually a play Nate uh, makes. They're going to go base hit. Well, hey, because he got a glove on it, though, it saved a run, if not two. Piscotti steps in. He's got a fan section today, doesn't he? I want to say 80% of the fans on that side are his family and friends. Because yeah. there's loud, loud cheers. And his brother's in the stands, right? Yeah, front row center right there. So Austin Piscotti steps in with bases loaded here in the bottom of the second, first pitch. Over for a strike. Piscotti's made a couple of good defensive plays here early in this ball game. Piscotti only hitting 153, but has three home runs and five RBIs. Zimmerman will come from the stretch with the bases loaded. And here's the 0-1, a good slider swing and a miss. Same pitch in order right here. Something out of the zone, a breaking pitch. Piscotti, a big swing at that one. No balls, two strikes. And Zimmerman's pitch, curveball right at Favero. He makes the play on the line shot. Two men out. Yeah, hit it hard, just right on the screws. Good play by Nate. Now batting for the Gales, center fielder number 23, Joey Fist. Two men out, Joey Fist steps in. He was uh, a pest yesterday. I think he had five or six RBIs. Yeah, killed the Cougars yesterday. They had him listed at four. I had him for five. Yeah. But uh, Fist. You want to know why? They gave him, they gave the outfielders an error on that triple that he had when they collided oh, against each right? other. So they said the other one wouldn't have scored. So that's why I think he got that. First pitch to ball hit right at Sue. He bobbles, comes up. He'll throw the ball to Zimmerman and he's safe. And the runner's gonna score, two, two run guys. score. Zimmerman a little late getting off the mound. And yeah. Sue 
shoveled the ball to Zimmerman. Fisk with great speed. Beat it out, and by the time Zimmerman turned around, the runner from second had scored also, two to nothing. It was a hard one hopper right at Sue, which he wouldn't need Zimmerman to get there, so Zimmerman hesitated to get over, and then once he bobbled it, he started to go, and he was late getting there, and, and Fist beat him out. If Sue just makes that clean, it's an easy out and we're out of the inning. So that'll be an error on Sue. Yes, counts for two runs. Two runs, runners at first and second base, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. She mentioned ball was hit hard. If Sue had played it cleanly, he yeah. could have easily yeah. gotten to the bag, That's stepped on it. Routine out. Zimmerman, though, you can't you can't delay. you got to get there as soon as you see that ball hit that direction. And Fisk, with good wheels, able to beat the throw. Here's the 1-0. That pitch is over for a strike. We should get your uh, your mascot here with a headset and, and really have a good time on the radio broadcast. <laughs> I'd have to take mine off at yeah. that point. Yeah. I'm about done of hearing him. One ball, one strike. Outside, ball two. So the Cougars have fallen by in here early two to nothing. There have been uh, a walk, a hit, and an error in the inning. That has led to the two runs. That pitch is outside ball three, and Zimmerman really laboring out there here in the second inning. Actually, two walks in the inning by Zimmerman. Well, you need to go for this guy right here because you've got your power guys on deck. That's up high, ball four. Three walks, a hit, and an error. And Jeremy Thomas, the pitching coach now out. Going to have a little chat with uh, Drew Zimmerman with uh, Thorson, left-hander, due up. And BYU off the rocky start here. Seems like they play their house music a little too loud here at this ballpark. (laughs) Well, Thomas will return to the dugout. Bases loaded. St. Mary's has already put two on the board. They scored uh, nine in two innings yesterday, and you've got to keep them away from a big inning. Yeah, you do. You've got to minimize right here. Which is tough because he got a really good hitter now hitting. Thorson stepping in. He singled his first time up into right field. And here is Zimmerman's first pitch to Thorson, and that's a call strike. The ball's and a strike to Thorson, the senior out of San Jose. Leads the Gales in home runs. Fouls that pitch off. They've got a pool down the uh, third base side. There was no uh, horn going off because yeah, there's not. nobody in the pool nobody today. today huh? No practice today. Too much uh, cloud cover. and 
So 0-2 the count. Zimmerman from the windup here with bases loaded. And the pitch is just down a little bit for ball one. Well, that's the difference. Zimmerman coming out of the windup here. Bases loaded before coming out of the stretch. Thorson right on top of the plate. Left-handed hitter. And Zimmerman's pitch is down low for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Who's trying to work out of a jam here in the second inning. Here's the 2-2. Popped up. Should be playable. Colby Kelton out there is under it. Makes the catch for the out. And uh, St. Mary's with two runs. They got those two runs on just one hit. No error. There was one error. Three men left on. We're through two. St. Mary's two. BYU nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans. This is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin BYU Sports Network. Noah Hill steps in for BYU as we go to the top of the third. Noah 0 for 3 in the series. has Had three walks yesterday. Got on base. And he had a line drive at the pitcher that I don't know how he caught. Here's the one ball pitch to Noah. Ball hit right at the shortstop. Diaz, he's got it. And he will throw Hill out. Cougars down 2 to nothing as we play the top of the third. Top of the order. And Brennan Anderson now will come up. Brennan Anderson. Brennan flew out to center field his first time up there. Brennan, the uh, senior out of Draper, Utah, 298 average. Three hits in the series. As the Cougars trying to battle back here in the third. First pitch is over for a strike. Starting Anderson with uh, breaking pitches. That's all he's seen, I think. Yes, they are. Brennan, a long-time starter for the Cougars, so the rest of the league uh, thinks they know how to pitch him. Still hitting uh, just about 300 on the year. That's just what he's done his whole career, just hit. One ball, one strike. And Anderson swings and misses at a changeup, one and two. Yeah, really good changeup right there. Daniel Sneeman on deck. Uh, Daniel singled his first time up in the ball game. And here is the 1-2 to Brennan. That pitch is uh, down low. And the count evens up at 2-2. Uh, two and two. Mike Littlewood, head coach for the Cougars, down in the third base box, is sixth year here for BYU. And the 2-2 pitch is fouled off. Uh, I think Coach Littlewood would say sixth year and probably most frustrating year. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a frustrating year. It's BYU uh, pick number one in the conference by the coaches. Kind of have a target on their back. And 
Cougars have not played well, and it seems like they've uh, other teams have played them awfully well. Anderson swings and misses, goes down. Two men out, and that will bring Schneeman up. Now batting for the Cougars, shortstop number 10, Daniel Schneeman. Daniel singled in the first, got all the way to third base. Uh, before Favero grounded out to end the inning. Brock Hale is the on-deck hitter, and Sneeman fouls the first pitch out of play. No balls and a strike with uh, two men down here in the third inning. And the pitch to Schneeman is a curveball that drops in for a call strike two. That ball looked a little bit outside. Maybe the zone's expanding here a little yeah, bit. might be. Pitch to Schneeman's up high. One ball and two strikes. The Gales were picked number three in the conference. San Diego was picked two. San Diego got beat bad by Gonzaga down in San Diego last night, uh, 13-3. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was looking at the whole box score, and Richin, who was so good against us last week, gave up like 11 hits and nine runs in five innings. Two balls, two strikes. Little looper, left field. Left fielder coming in. He'll make the play for the out. Cougars retired in order here in the third. We're through two and a half. St. Mary's 2, BYU nothing on your Cougar Baseball Radio Network. First pitch, ball hit pretty well by Milam. But the center fielder, Mitch McIntyre, runs it down for the first out. One pitch, one out. Bottom of the third, and that will bring up uh, Matt Green. Matt Green was hit by a pitch. His last time up there. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Green looking for his first hit of the series. 0 for 7. Did pick up an RBI and a ground out. And the next pitch is down low for ball two. Gales two, Cougars nothing. Gales three hits, Cougars two hits. Both runs unearned on the air by Brian Sue at first base. As Zimmerman's been in some trouble, but has been able to kind of work his way out. Ball fouled out of play except for that ground ball that Sue just couldn't quite handle, and Zimmerman didn't quite get to the bag quick enough. We had two ground balls in that inning. One they gave a hit to Favero and the map one, so. I'm not sure. I Well, I don't know. I think they're either both errors or both hits. Yeah. I think they're probably both errors. 2-2 up high for ball three. Zimmerman has thrown a lot of pitches here as we're in the third. 3-2, ball fouled off. 
A little bit of a check swing there. Yeah, it was like a really late delayed swing. Came up off of somebody. Not sure if that hit the umpire or uh, Noah Hill. Both appear to be okay. Again, 3-2. Zimmerman's pitch. Again, fouled off. Three balls, two strikes, one man out. Bottom of the third. Pitch just a little bit inside. Boy, he's not getting any no, he isn't. any calls here. I thought umpires like to ring, call the strike three. That's their show pitch. That looked too close right there to not call that. Most of them love doing it. So a runner at first base. That's the uh, third walk given up by Zimmerman. He's also hit a batter. And Vranish, who walked his first time, steps in. First pitch. That ball drops in for a strike. Off speed. Cougars looking to salvage game three here in Moraga against St. Mary's. This will be the fourth game played down here in the Bay Area this week for BYU. Here's the 0-1. That's down low. They lost to Cal 1-0 in a walk-off win on the bottom of the ninth. Berkeley, brutal conditions there this weekend, with or the Tuesday night with the cold and wind. Cougars uh, got walked off again on Thursday and then lost uh, yesterday 10-3 to the St. Mary's team. And here's the 1-1 pitch. That's over for a strike. Well, we play uh, play Utah on Tuesday. And then we play San Francisco and then Stanford. But Utah's playing Stanford at home right now, and they're losing 23-2. to So that Stanford team that's number two in the country, they're the real deal. 23-2. to yeah, And, and it's only played in, in Salt Lake. Only in the sixth inning. One ball, two strikes. Pitch from Zimmerman is fouled off. Drew, does, uh, he does have one strikeout. That was the leadoff hitter of the ball game. As Vranish with a 1-2 count. We'll step back in. Vranish, a uh, sophomore out of Alamo, California. He's got four home runs on the year. He did not start in game one of this series. There's ball head out to Steeman. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play. Great job. And the Cougars turn two. Six, four, three. We're through three. Two nothing. Gales over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brock Hale steps in for the Cougars as we go to the fourth. First pitch over for a strike. Brock Hale, Nate Favero, Brian Sue do up here for BYU as they find themselves down two to nothing. As we start the fourth inning, Hale hammers one. Center fielder Joey Fisk is there, and he'll make the catch for the out. Boy, Brock's hitting the ball hard, but half the time right at people. 
Yeah, he just can't catch the brakes. He's had so many lineouts this year. Navarro steps in. Uh, Nate uh, grounded out weakly to the second baseman his first time up there. Nate, uh, third baseman for BYU. Also played uh, first base yesterday and has DH'd a little bit this year. Navarro swing and a miss for strike one. You know, we talked a little about the lack of offensive production and, you know, the big two-out guys in scoring position batting average as uh, Favero swings at a pitch out of the zone 0-2. Yeah, not close on both those swings. And the Cougars, I mean, you can, you can, you know, it's it's not about home runs, but the Cougars this year have just not had the uh, the long ball. Only 20 on the year, and Favero swings and misses. Goes down on three pitches. That's Doesn't a wa- look good doing it. Yeah, that's a waste of that bat right there. You swing at a, a down-the-middle changeup that you swing through. Okay, I can take that first pitch, but then you swing at two in a row in the dirt that almost hit the plate. It's not a very good at bat right there. Two men out, Brian Sue. Popped up to the first baseman. And the first pitch to Sue is over for a strike. You know, Coach Littlewood said in the pregame that on the bus talked about, hey, let's let's pick it up. Let's uh, take some pride, represent your university, represent yourself, and and uh, just finish this year off good. Here's the 0-1. Sue hits this ball. Right fielder coming over, and he'll get there and make the catch for the out. Uh, Vranish. Cougars retired in order again here in the fourth. We're through three and a half innings. Two nothing, St. Mary's over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Gio Diaz, the hitter, fouls one down the left field line. Nobody can get to. So on one, the count Favero, Sneeman, and Kelton all out there trying to get that ball that landed about a foot in front of the bullpen area. Good effort by Kelton. Yeah, like he, he slid into the wall, might have hurt himself a little bit. Yeah, he's got a little raspberry on his knee up. right now. Yeah, for sure. No balls and a strike to Diaz. He was on in the fielder's choice his first time up. There's a good off-speed pitch that drops in over the knees for call strike two. No balls, two strikes. And Zimmerman's pitch is inside for ball one. Diaz, a freshman out of Brentwood, California. Good little player. We've questioned his height. <laughs> we definitely Says have. Says 5'11". There's a ball hit hard. Sneeman in the hole, unable to get there. Diaz with a leadoff single. And a 1-2 count as well. It's just one of those things we've talked about throughout the year of just not being able to put away hitters when you're in a positive count. Ryan Novus will step in. He had a single his last time up. This kid's just a hitting machine. He really is. Kid that's only had 24 at-bats the whole year. Where's he been? I wonder if he was Coach, injured early because he played a lot last year for him. Coach Valenzuela is probably wondering the same thing. So Novus steps in with a runner at first base. And there goes the runner. Throw down by Noah Hill, and he is going to be safe at the bag. Diaz, very quick jump. Yeah, stole that on Zimmerman. He got a great yeah. jump on that. 
Great throw there by Hill right on the bag. So no balls and a strike. Pitch was a strike to Novus. Novus, uh, Corona del Sol product out of uh, Tempe, Arizona. Oh, it's not Temple? Not Temple, <laughs> Tempe. We got that there he did. cleared up yesterday. And here's the 0-1. That ball bounced up in front of Noah Hill. And, boy, just spiked. That thing literally landed about five feet in front of home plate. Yeah, it did. Hill took one off the chest protector. And now St. Mary's with a runner at third base. Nobody out. Wild pitch by Zimmerman. And you give up those extra bases. Cougars bring the infield in. In past years, you'd never see Coach Littlewood do this with no. his offense, but in the fourth, down two to nothing, he is forced to bring it in as Novus fouls this one down the third base side. A ball and two strikes with Austin Piscotti. Third baseman due up next. Brother Stephen Piscotti, outfielder for the Oakland A's in the ballpark earlier. and Looks like he took off. He's out of here. I'm sure he's got, got a game to BB, tonight. Yeah. Oakland about, uh, what, 20, 30 minutes from here, straight west. Checked his swing. He did go. So he will go down on strikes. One man out. And Piscotti steps in. Well, the Cougars finally get Novus out. Yeah. I think you throw him curveballs. That's what that looked like. Looks like it for sure. Swung at a pitch down in the dirt. One man out. And Piscotti looking for his first hit of the weekend series. Lined out to Favero his first time up. Cougars again infield in. And the pitch. Ball hit pretty well. That's going to be plenty deep. McIntyre will make the catch. Here comes the Diaz from third base. He slides in safely. I'm not sure why he slid in head first. The ball wasn't even in the infield. Slid into home plate. And St. Mary's leads three to nothing. That's good team execution right there. Get a single, steal second, pass ball to third, and find a way to drive him in. Good job there by the Gales. Joey Fisk now steps in. Gales with two in the second, one more here in the fourth. Three runs, four hits. Cougars no runs on two hits. Both Cougar hits came in the back in the first inning, back-to-back singles. That ball is fouled up off the batter. And again, the home plate umpire said he was in the box when it hit him. Boy, very, very close. It was close, but I think he's right. No balls and a strike as Fisk uh, tried to work his way on with a a bunt. Joey Fisk is uh, struck out and... He had the ball hit to, to Sue that Sue booted that scored two back in the second inning. So a ball and a strike to uh, Joey Fisk. He is a senior out of Poway, California. 
Has 19 RBIs. He's got four of those here in this series. And here's the 1-1. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Looked like a change there yeah, by Zimmerman. One of the first change-ups we've seen him throw. Here's the 1-2. Swinging strike three. Fisk goes down for the second time in the ball game. Good pitch. One run, one hit. No errors. Nobody left. We're through four now. St. Mary's three, BYU nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. Kringlin on the first pitch, singles to left. So Keaton two for two in the ball game. Looped one over the third baseman's head. And Kringlin swinging the bat well here this afternoon, and that will bring uh, Colby Kelton to the plate. He grounded into the double play his first time up. Colby Kelton, a, a freshman in Round Rock, Texas, will step in. Hit one hopper to the uh, third baseman his first time up, and they were able to turn two. No balls and a strike to Kelton as he takes a pitch over. McIntyre on deck and then uh, Noah Hill. As Kelton hits the ball up the middle, short stops, got it on to second for one, and Kelton is grounded into a second double play. 6-4-3. Unfortunately for Kelton, he's hit both balls hard. Both right at uh, the infielders here for St. Mary's. We're in the top of the fifth. St. Mary's leading this one by a score of three to nothing. Now McIntyre steps in. Mitch, a freshman out of uh, Stansbury High up in uh, Tooele. Slightly open stance to the plate, and uh, McIntyre hammers one down the right field line. That is a Foul ball. Again, that was out of our view as we're down the uh, first baseline in the uh, grandstand, but uh, that ball was hit hard. Just pulled a little bit too much. Just had to watch the umpire there to see fair or foul or or possibly home run. I mean, I I think all those things were in play. It's hard to tell at all, and I thought it was close, but we don't know how close. Here's the 0-1 to McIntyre. Ball hammered center field. Base hit by McIntyre. So two hits in the inning by BYU. And Noah Hill will come to the plate. Now batting for the Cougars. Number two, Noah Hill. Noah grounded out to the shortstop. His last time up there. Cougars have lost five in a row, 19 and 22 on the year. And the pitch is over for a strike and still not mathematically eliminated from the conference, but they'd have to win every game from here on. Man, we haven't had to say that over the last few years. 
of losing five in a row, that's for sure. It's usually the other way of winning five in a row. Here's the 0-1. Short stop, makes the play on the uh, line drive. Ball hit hard by Hill, but again, right at the shortstop. And the Cougars are retired here in the fifth. No runs. They got two hits. Hit the ball hard four times. Nothing to show for it. 3-0 St. Mary's leading BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Eddie House steps in for St. Mary's. We go to the bottom of the fifth. First pitch a swing and a miss for strike one. Both teams with four hits. But St. Mary's has put... uh, Three runs across, two of those unearned back in the uh, second inning. And here's the pitch line shot. Oh, off of Arrow's glove. Boy, Nate normally makes that play. House around first base, and he's going to end up at second base. That's twice now that he's had two balls off his glove that probably should have been played. Oh, hit right at him. Yeah. I mean, if that didn't hit his glove, it hits him. Yeah. Right in his glove. I think you've got to go air there. They won't, though. It's the home book. If they didn't give the other one an error, they're not going to give that one an error. No, it's still not showing it. So a runner at second base for the Gales. And uh, Jackson Thorson steps in. He's one for two today. Ball was hit hard. Tavero just glanced off his glove, went down the left field line. And the first pitch to Thorson is uh, down low, ball one. There must be some uh, discussion going on in there because we they still haven't flashed hitter air. I go air. I agree with that. Yeah, they went air. Good. Second air of the ball game by the Cougars, and that pitch is inside for ball two. I still don't know how he didn't catch that. It was like right at his chest. And he like he like tipped well, he it had away. The, yeah, he, he had, had the ball, he glove there plenty of time. Tipped it away. It wasn't like he was reaching or anything. Yeah. His glove was there, and just uh, glanced off the edge. Two zero pitch down low ball three. So Zimmerman down three and zero on the count with a runner at second base. Milam is on deck. And here is Zimmerman's pitch. That's inside ball four. An air and a walk. And St. Mary's with runners at first and second base. Well, the Cougars have got some arms in the pen. They need to go there. Talked to Parkinson earlier today. Said he was feeling much better today. Burrup, I think, could go. Sudruth hasn't thrown. Yeah, there's definitely some availabilities. You still have Blake Inouye, who only threw the few pitches on Thursday. And Not sure about Perone. Yeah, Perone yeah. threw so well against Stanford, but that was Tuesday. Not threw sure how of, that arm is feeling. Yeah, threw a lot of pitches. Signs came in through two really good innings yesterday, yeah. so he's probably down. But that was a that was a bright spot for BYU. You know, I think he still might be available because he stayed under the thirty pitch mark, which. You can stand at that 30 pitch mark. You, you have a possibility of coming back the next day if they needed that. But they also have Burp and Parkinson. So, Milam steps in. Cleanup hitter might be bunning here with a 3-0 lead. Nobody out. They 
make a move, throw back uh, behind the runner at second base. He's back in safely. And this is their guy. It's hard to, to bunt your guy when he's your RBI machine, you know. But, you know, the baseball strategist would tell you this is the situation where you want to lay a bunt down. Well, especially, you know, up by three, middle of yeah. the game. You could really put it out of reach yeah. if you could get these guys over and drive them in. But he's also a guy that could leave the yard and put three on the board. First pitch, Milam uh, didn't show bunt, took the pitch down low for ball one. One and all the count to Kevin Milam. Five home runs on the year, 25 RBIs. As Milam will step back in, 1-0 pitch. That ball's hit out towards Sneeman. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first in time, double play. 6-4-3, and that's what happens when you don't sacrifice. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Almost guaranteed. Look at the head coach in the dugout, and he's kind of like shaking his head like, "Ah, I went against my instincts. Now he's staring the, the hitter down as he walks by. Yeah, he was not happy about that. <laughs> Two men out. And Matt Green steps in. He walked, hit by a pitch in the second, walked in the third. And the first pitch line drive, base hit right field. Two out, RBI single. And the Gales have done it repeatedly in the series. They lead now four to nothing. That's what we talk about a lot. It's those back-breaking two-out hits, and now you just showed right there, you know, if you do bunt them over, that was two runs. But great job with two outs to uh, pick up your teammate and and find a way to fight that inside out to right for a single and drive in a run and now lead 4 nothing. That will bring to the plate uh, Joe Franish, the right fielder. And the first pitch from Zimmerman hit up off the mound right to Anderson. He'll shovel the ball to Sneeman, and that will do it for the Gales. The Gales in the inning. One run, one hit, one air, one man left. We are through five complete now, 4 nothing Gales over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brennan Anderson leads it off, 1-1 count on Brennan. He has flown to center and struck out in the game. Brennan, three home runs this year, 25 RBIs for the senior. Curveball outside, ball two. Well, Cougars have got to get something going here. They yeah. uh, haven't scored a run in the first five innings. They have four hits. They had chances. St. Mary's has scored three of their four runs have been unearned. Pitches outside their other run was uh, brought on by a wild pitch who moved a guy to third base and the sacrifice fly scored him. So Cougars just are literally their own worst enemy in this ball game. Here's the 3-1. That pitch is on the inside corner for a strike. Haven't seen that called a strike yet today. No, you haven't. Zim could have struck a couple guys out earlier on that same pitch. Yeah. Here's a 3-2. 
Anderson swing, foul tips it back into the catcher's glove. And Brennan goes down on strikes for the second time in the game. That'll bring uh, Schneeman up. Daniel uh, single in the first, flew out in the third inning. Daniel batting from the uh, right side. 25 RBIs on the year also for Sneeman. Pitches over for a strike. Uh, Anderson and Sneeman both with 25 RBIs. Hale with 27 on the year. Favero 22, Sue 23. So those top five guys in the order. Very consistent on uh, the RBI totals. Pitches down low, but uh, normally by this time of year, you'd have a guy up in the 40s. Yep. This time of year, this time last year, we had four guys in the 40s yeah. and four guys in the 30s. 1-1 pitch to Sneeman outside. Two balls and a strike. We are at Louis Gisto Field here on the campus of St. Mary's. Gales have won the first two, and they're ahead in this third one. Is a good changeup right there by Nick Frank. Yeah, it really was. Frank struggled in the first. Cougars had runners at second and third before uh, Favero grounded out, and uh, Sue uh, Brian Sue popped out, and Sneeman goes down on strike. So back-to-back strikeouts, two straight changes from Frank. Boy, and you got to have Brock Hill up there, not with the bases empty. You've got to get some guys yeah, on really base do. for him. He's really the only consistent guy uh, putting good swings on. Uh, Kringlin's had a couple of hits today. He swung it well. So Hale steps in. And the pitch to Brock is up high ball one. And Brock can really hit. Brock Hale Jr. out of Mesa, Arizona. One of the great mysteries. He could have been drafted last year because he was a return missionary and Lit it up last year. Hit 395. Just had a great year. and Unbelievably was not drafted. Had a little knee problem last year, but he's really rebounded back well from that. There's a fly ball. Right fielder is under it. Vranish, he's there, makes the catch. Cougars retired in order again. Three straight, four straight innings, actually. The Cougars have been retired in order. We're through five and a half. Four nothing, St. Mary's over. BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Gio Diaz will lead it off for St. Mary's. A couple of changes. Red Parkinson in pitching now for the Cougars. And uh, Casey Jacobson in for Favero at third base. Bottom third of the order for St. Mary's as they lead this one uh, by a score of four to nothing. First pitch from Parkinson is over for a call strike one. Red Parkinson uh, this year uh, been great. One win, one loss. 3.42 earned run average. He leads the Cougars. This is his 22nd appearance for the lefty. Ball hit pretty well. Back goes Kelton and left. Way back, looking up. And that ball is off the wall. Not sure what that hit, but they were calling ground rule double yeah, there. Yeah, it bounced up and hit the screen oh, behind I see. Okay. and then came back. Now so a double by Diaz. His second hit of the ball game, and Ryan Novus will come up. 
BYU. Number eight, Brad McCartan. So Ryan Novus, one for two, singled in the second, struck out in the fourth, will step to the plate. And here is Parkinson's first pitch. The ball hit him, I guess. He took off to first base before the umpire even made the sign. So a double and a hit batter by Parkinson. And Austin Piscotti steps in. Yeah, you would think this would definitely be another bug situation, but we were wrong last inning. So, But with this hitter up, you definitely think so. Was batting what 180, 150, yeah. 153 coming in, and he's uh, 0 for 1 today. Had a sacrifice fly, picked up his sixth RBI of the year in the fourth inning. So Piscotti, batting from the right side. And here is Parkinson's pitch, scoring to bunt. Takes the pitch just a little bit low for ball one. Cougars the next game Tuesday night up in Salt Lake against Utah. Utah got beat yesterday by Stanford 12-1. They're down 23-2 the last time we checked to Stanford. That game being played up at Smith Ballpark in Salt Lake. Cougars will have a chance to play the Cardinal here in what about 10 days yep. over in Palo Alto. In a one-game uh, midweek scheduled game, there's a ball hit right back to Parkinson. He comes up, slides, but makes the throw to first base for the out. Play Parkinson sliding all yeah, over out was. there on the grass. You see the big divot right there where he stuck in and slipped. Good play, because that was a good bunt. He's able to keep his uh, feet and made the good throw to Anderson, who was at first base. You could tell the way Rhett was coming at it. He thought he had a chance to maybe go to third and get the lead runner, but uh, the minute he slipped, he knew his only chance was at first. That Utah game was a 25-5 to final. That will uh, bring uh, Joey Fisk up. Two strikeouts, and has been on by way of an error. Cougars bring the infield in, and Fisks takes the first pitch inside, ball one. Parkinson had been battling the, that labrum issue uh, for most of this year, but he's he's a bulldog out really there. He's done a yeah. good job. Just really just trying to compete and finish out his year. Here's Parkinson's pitch. Ball fouled off. Now a ball and a strike to the senior, Joey Fisk. St. Mary's a tough uh, closing series. They will play. All of them are here, though. They'll play. Well, no, the Loyola Marymount's down there, but they'll play Pepperdine uh, next weekend here, and then they go down to uh, L.A. to play uh, Loyola Marymount. 
Pitches down low. Two years ago, this uh, team got really hot at the end of the year. And yeah, they did. Swept through that conference tournament, scored a bunch of runs, and just blew everybody away. Just shows how much uh, Valenzuela has done a great job here. As their first ever and only conference championship was 2016 and regional 2016 in program history. So, and him as the head has really turned this program around and got him going the right direction. 2-1 pitch up high, ball three. You know, I was talking to, I can't remember who it was, somebody in the conference or somebody at uh, Cal, I think it was somebody at Cal, and they were talking that, uh, you know, we've talked about this ballpark and the lack of kind of the infrastructure, and they were, you know, they, they surmised that they didn't know how long Valenzuela would last here with unless they, you know, get him a little better yeah. ballpark, a little better support. Good pitch there, three and two. Well, there's a lot of people around the country that thought he would get that Cal job because he applied for it and interviewed and got a one of the finalists. Uh, people thought he possibly would be that head coach, but they they chose with another Mike New, the old yeah, Pacific yeah, coach, another conference old West Coast Conference which guys. Mike New, who had the history there, you know, yeah, been you know, there before, been there before, and that goes a long ways with with schools. 3-2 pitch, ball hit down to Jacobson. He's up with it. He'll throw to first base. Runner will have to hold it third. Great job. Good play by Casey. Two men out. Well, and the Cal co- coach went to Stanford. And what, what a job he's done. Yeah. Of course, I think the cupboard wasn't bare yeah, when he got say, there. He walked into a gold mine. <laughs> Absolutely walked into a gold mine. Two men out. As Red Parkinson trying to work out of a jam here. Lead-off double, then a walk. The sacrifice moved the runners up, then the ground out by Fisk, and Eddie House steps in. Two men down. Cougars back in the infield now. As we play the bottom of the sixth, St. Mary's leading 4-2-0. And there's that good curveball by Parkinson, just catches the outside corner to the right-handed hitter. Cooling off a little bit, a little bit of breeze blowing out, kind of directly out toward right field. Where was this yesterday, Brent? I don't know, but I'm still kind of crisp. Yeah. Pitch is fouled off. And the count now uh, 0-2 to Eddie House. I think that uh, double kind of woke uh, Red up. It did, he's, yeah. he's thrown a lot better. Since giving up that uh, leadoff double. Well, I think he's just he's used to coming in in jam situations, and so he's like, hey, you know, I'm not used to seeing runners off the base. They're usually on when I come in, and I pitch out of it. 0-2. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled off. Over near the uh, Cougar dugout. Cougars swept uh, St. Mary's last year in Provo, which is probably, well, it was a good sweep. Yeah, it turned our season around last year. And here is the 0-2 again to House. Ball grounded foul down the third base side. Yeah, when you sweep a team that uh, made it to the final four of our tournament, you know, it's, it's hard to do. Really, we had just got perfect gamed against uh, Loyola, 
And Abbott, lost, Corey Abbott. Yeah, and lost two of one, uh, two of three, sorry, down there, and then came home to play St. Mary's and, and, and swept them, and then that's when we got in a roll. Yeah. Absolutely. Won like 12 14 straight. And something that finished the year before Gonzaga went in like 25 or 27 or something like that. Here's the 0 2 inside for ball one. House, uh, one of the real veterans of this team out of uh, Rancho Palos Verdes, California. 267 average, 5'11", 195 pounder. And he has had a single, a walk, and then been on by way of an error. Three of the four runs by St. Mary's are unearned in the ballgame as the Cougars have committed a couple of critical, costly errors. 1-2 pitch, hit right at Anderson. And uh, Red Parkinson is going to work out of the jam here. Good job by Park. St. Mary's in the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, two runners left. We're through six complete now. Four nothing, St. Mary's over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs. Casey Jacobson, who came in defensively for Vero, will get his first at bat as we go to the seventh here in Moraga. Cougars have been shut out here so far by Nick Frank. Swing and a miss. Jacobson down 0-2. And Frank, I mean, he's got good stuff. Doesn't have the dynamic stuff that we saw out of the first two guys, but he has shut this team out. Been really hittable. Cougars only four hits in the game. Curve ball down low for ball one. So Jacobson, Sue, and Kringlin up in the inning. And here is the one-two. So Hopper out to Piscotti, makes the play, throws the first in time for the out. Good play by Stephen Piscotti as he had to come across, short hop that ball and make the throw. One man out, and Brian Sue comes in. Uh, Brian popped up with runners in scoring position in the first inning to end that inning. Flew out to right field in the fourth. And the first pitch to Sue is over for a strike. Cougars were retired in order in the sixth on a couple strikeouts and a fly ball out. Just down low as the five straight have been retired by Nick Frank. Going back to the fifth inning, McIntyre, the last guy to get on base with a single. And the 1-1 pitch. There's a ground ball. Again, Piscotti right on the bag. Throws to first, and he is safe. Throw uh, brought the... uh, First baseman off the bag. That'll be an error on Piscotti. Boy, Green almost made an unbelievable play. It's not E3, it's E5. They yeah, yeah. Flashing E3. They went the wrong air. Yeah, Green almost got the swipe tag. He really did. It was unbelievable that he almost was able to make that playoff, how bad that throw was up the line. A5, they changed it up now. Piscotti uh, knew he had to throw quick, and he a little too quick and drew the uh, – First baseman, Kringlin, two for two, steps in. And the first pitch over for a strike. Keaton, uh, 280 average coming into the game. 
with a home run and 14 RBIs. And the pitch is a curveball. That one on the inside corner. And Keaton down 0-2. Frank from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Kringlin swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Four out number two, and that will bring uh, Kelton to the plate. Yeah, he, take, he took the best pitch of the at-bat, fastball down the middle, strike one, and then, you know, get me over curveball in the inner half that was close, that was called, and then swung a pretty good curveball running away for strike three. Well, Kelton can't hit into a double play this time. No. There's already two out. Yeah, he can't do it. Bummer, you hit two balls hard right at guys and it turns into double plays. First pitch to Kelton, that's over for a strike. Kobe Kelton, new name for the Cougar fans. He is a uh, freshman. Round Rock, Texas product. Uh, how did uh, Cougars get Kobe to come? Uh, he coach, got a coach connection? Herring. Yeah, Coach Herring was on that recruiting trail. He uh, He's always down there in Texas, you know, watching guys and was able to he, – he knows the summer ball coach real well and kind of got on him early. And he had quite a few offers, had an offer to go to Texas Tech and some other places. And um, Coach was able to seal the deal on him and, and get him to come here. So a good, talented kid that uh, – just is growing every day. 1-1 one, one pitch. That's down low. Has really good bat speed. Kind of haven't figured out defensively where he quite fits in yet. But uh, I think outfield feels looks starting to look a little more natural for him out there. But uh, he's also haven't played there until he got to BYU. He was always an infielder. So. He's got good speed. Yeah, absolutely. Runs great, well. Great kid, too. Here's the pitch. Kelton hits this ball. Shallow center field. That ball's going to drop. Base hit by Kelton. And Kelton's going to move up to second base as no one was at the bag at second. Both the shortstop and second baseman went out to try to make that play. And Kelton heads up, saw that. So Cougars with runners at second and third, two men out. And uh, McIntyre coming up. So do you give him a double on that because nobody's covering? I think you do. I think you have to, I think to, it's got to be a double. Yeah. Sue moves to third, Kelton to second, and McIntyre steps in. uh, And Eric Valenzuela, fifth-year head coach here at St. Mary's, will make his way out to talk to uh, Nick Frank. Well, as difficult as it has been for us to score runs today, you know, you have a situation right here that if you can just get a timely hit right here, you cut this lead in half, four to two. You know, with a couple innings to play, which makes it a very interesting game. So, well, Still a lot of baseball to yeah, be played. It really here. is. You just find a way to compete. McIntyre had a hit his last time up. And if he can come together and get a hit right here, that two-out hit that's the monkey on our backs, you know, just that it's on our shoulder just sitting there telling us, come on, hit, hit, hit. If we can just get that one off our back, cut this lead in half, hey, who knows what can happen. It puts us right back in this ball game. And we're not out of this game. We're still... You know, a grand slam away from tying it. But uh, it's just the way we've scored runs lately. It just feels like this, this game is so far away. 
So McIntyre will step in. He singled to right field his last time up. Cougars good speed on the bases. And Brian Sue and Kobe Kelton. And Mitch McIntyre, Cougar center fielder, steps in. Nick Frank uh, from the stretch. First pitch to McIntyre. Over for call. Strike one. Got to be 80% first pitch breaking balls for a strike that have been taken. Cougars an opportunity here. They now have five hits. Good take. Pitch is a little bit low. Really good pitch, though. Just Good job by McIntyre to lay off that one. That's a tough pitch to lay off. A ball and a strike to Mitch McIntyre. Pitch is hit right at the second baseman. House has got it. He'll throw McIntyre out. And the Cougars again unable to come up with a big RBI. No runs, one hit, one error, two runners left. We're through six and a half, four nothing, St. Mary's over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jackson Thorson steps in against uh, Red Parkinson, first pitch over for a strike. Thorson today, single in the first, flew out in the second, and walked in the fifth inning. Three unearned runs for St. Mary's. And the fourth, the guy that got the third base on a wild pitch. And those have been the only runs uh, scored in the ballgame. Zimmerman, not his best outing, but he was effective. Yeah, he was. Well, I mean, you take away the unearned runs, and he's given up one. Curveball over for a call, strike two. Very warm day yesterday here. Much different today. Cool and breezy. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Ball hit into right field. Base hit. Thorson just waited on that curveball and poked it into right. That'll bring up Milam. Milam will step in. He is 0 for 3. He's popped up. Lined out to center and hit into a double play. Kevin Milam, who started uh, starting pitcher on Thursday and then also uh, was the DH. And he steps in there hitting in the four slot. First pitch over for a strike. Parkinson gave up a leadoff hit in the sixth and was able to work his way out of a jam. A couple of ground outs to end the inning. And here's the pitch to Milam, and that's over for a call, strike two. A couple of fastballs from Parkinson to Milam. St. Mary's seven hits in the ballgame, Cougars with five. Come on. 
here's the 0-2, a swing and a miss through that fastball right past him. I think my, I'm thinking curveball. Yeah, he was sitting off speed there. That ball was in the glove before he swung oh, it. Yeah, it really was. First baseman, number 33. I told you the story, Ryan Hancock, who's helped me on the air a couple of times. We were up in the Kingdome playing in a preseason tournament. We were playing Notre Dame, and Notre Dame had a kid that after like two weeks had like 12 RBIs. It hit like five home runs, a big kid, about 6'7", 240. Yeah. If you remember Hancock at all, first pitch is a swing and a miss. Good fastball, you know. Uh, This was before he got injured in. You know, his football injury to his knee. He was throwing about 95, and I'll never forget the first pitch. We were in the dome looking down, and the kid came up, and and, uh, Hancock, I have never seen anything like it. The pitch was in the glove, and the kid swung. I mean, like a half, a split second after the the, the catcher caught the ball. He was that far behind that fastball. He was almost throwing it back by the time time he swung. Wow. The ball's in a strike, one man out. And Matt Green is the hitter. Strike two called. Well, if you want to see Hancock still throwing some gas, you need to uh, come out to our alumni game that we have, and he gets out on the mound, and, oh, it's awesome. I love it. He doesn't throw the gas that he used to, but we turn the radar gun off because we don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> I love Ryan. He's awesome. He's a great kid. The ball's two strikes. Mm. Boy, just off the plate, Hancock, a BYU guy through and through. I'm telling you, he, he really is. loves BYU, loves to support I, I, all the sports, especially baseball. I bet I could count on my one hand how many games at home he's missed this year. He just comes to everything. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great to have alumni support. Ball and two strikes. Popped up, foul out of play. One and two the count to uh, Matt Green. And Parkinson's showing a little bit of zip on that fastball right now. Just blew Milam away and threw a couple of pitches past Green. Green had an RBI single his last time up. Pitch is a little bit low. That's the one thing the Gales have done really well this series. They haven't chased a lot of pitches. They've taken their walks, and they've, they've really just battled. Yeah, very disciplined at the plate. Veteran team, as we talked about, about seven returning starters from last year's squad. That pitch uh, way inside. <laughs> He's for begging the umpire. It hit me. It hit me. No, it didn't. Looked like it got him. I think it was behind him, actually. The yeah. ball was caught behind him. Because he was kind of pointing back to where in the back of his yeah. ankle. Three and two. The count, one man out. And Green stands there, throw to first base. Back in safely is uh, Jackson Thorson. At Parkinson, 3-2. Strike three called inside corner, fastball. Good pitch by Park there. Two consecutive strikeouts, and that will bring to the plate uh, Joe Vranish. Well, we saw a ring up right there. First one of the ball game. did, yeah. 
How long has it been since it's been the seventh inning before you've seen an umpire ring up a, a batter? A I long can't remember. Time. Not this year, that's for <laughs> sure. It's a favorite thing to do. The old adage, if it's close with two strikes, you better swing because they want to ring you I, up. I think they get in front of the mirror at night and practice. Oh, it. yeah, they do. I know in basketball we have to. We have to practice our foul calls in the mirror. Joe Vranish steps in, first pitch over for a strike. Joe Vranish uh, has walked, uh, grounded into a double play, and uh, grounded out to Anderson his last time up. Curveball a little bit low. Parkinson throwing the ball well. He's given up a couple of leadoff hits, but as they pitched out of the jam last inning yeah. and then got the two big strikeouts in this inning. Kids just really just competed for us all year. Ball and a strike. That's up high for ball two. Cougars in the top of the eighth. We'll have uh, Noah Hill leading off and then the top of the order. As Parkinson. The sign, here's the pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Deep left field. Kelton going back. Looking up. This is out of here. Home run by Joe Vranish. His fifth of the year. RBI's number 13 and 14. And that ball was hit hard out of the park. Vranish crosses home plate. And St. Mary's up... uh, Six to nothing. Boy, pitches got up in the zone, and Vranish uh, really made uh, Parkinson pay for that one. He got a hold of that pitch, that's for sure. Diaz steps in, and he fouls the first pitch off. Joe Diaz is uh, two for three in the game. He's scored a couple. And here is Parkinson's pitch, and that's over for a strike. About a 15-foot netting that goes up and over the ballpark. You know, I was looking at that last night. That softball field's about 200 feet away from the outfield wall. I'm still not exactly sure why they've got that netting up. It just makes it very tough to call a home run in yeah, the ballpark. It really does. Diaz strikes out two runs in the inning on two hits. No errors, nobody left. We're through seven complete now. Six nothing, St. Mary's over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Hill steps in for the Cougars. We go to the eighth. Cougars down by six. Need to get something going. There's a little ground ball out to the second baseman, and he will throw Hill out. New first baseman for St. Mary's. That is Austin Chavin. He's into the ball game. That takes over for Matt Green. So one pitch, one out here in the eighth for BYU, and that will bring the top of the order, Brennan Anderson, up. 
Hill 0 for 3 after that uh, ground ball out. Anderson also 0 for 3 as he steps in. Ball's hit out to Diaz, the shortstop, throw to first. Not in time. Ball gets away, and Anderson's going to mutate his way on to second base on the air. Got to be a single and an air, right? Yeah, single and air. I love how they give an air in the book right away. It's like, no, it's a hit and an air. Yeah, they are going to give him a hit. They flash that up there. So a single by Anderson. He moves to second base on the throwing air by Diaz. And Daniel Sneeman comes up. Ball was hit up the middle. Diaz did a good job getting to it. You know, he doesn't have a strong arm. I've noticed that in a couple of throws. He gets rid of it quick, but he doesn't have a normal arm that you used to see a shortstop having. It's more of a second base type arm. But, man, he can play defense and hit. It's only a freshman. Daniel Sneeman fouls the first pitch off. Well, Nick uh, Frank's gone the distance as he goes into the eighth inning here against uh, BYU. Cougars, uh, no runs on six hits. Curveball to Schneeman drops in for a strike. Here's the 0-2 to Daniel. Strike three called on the outside corner. Steeman goes down on strikes. And that will bring Brock Hale up. Brock Hale steps in. Uh, Brock is 0-2 today. Walked in the first. He's flown to center and flown to right. And the first pitch to Hale is outside, ball one. Cougars had uh, nine hits last night. They were held to four hits in game one in the 2-1 loss. So 19 base hits so far here by this BYU team. And just about full three games, that ball is hammered by uh, Brock Hale, but foul down the third baseline. Got some activity down in the bullpen for St. Mary's. We can see a couple of arms beginning to throw. Looks like a left-hander. Might just be getting a little work in. Yeah, he's up to about close to 100 pitches now. But they've they've been known to go 120. Here's the 1-1. Hale pops it up. First baseman looking at it. That will be out of play. A ball and two strikes to Brock Hale. Come on, Nicky, one more. Come on, Nicky. You got this, Nicky, come on. Come on, Nicky, you got it. Nick Frank from the stretch. Here's the pitch to Hale, and that's down low. One thing about Frank, I'll tell you, he has been spot on with his command and control. Yeah, he, he has. Is, uh, I don't think he has. Yeah, he, he had a walk in the first inning, and that was it. 
Not a whole lot of strikeouts, but he's been very effective for the St. Mary's team. Just pound the zone and make them get themselves out. Hale hammers this one. Left fielder going back, looking up. This ball is off the wall. One run will score. Hale going to second base with a double. And the Cougars on the board. Yeah, a little two-out hit there by Brock Hale. Nice to see. Double in an RBI. 6-1 now the score, and that will bring Casey Jacobson up. We'll just trade places right here, make it interesting. Cougar's seventh hit. Hale's first hit. Hale's 28th RBI of the year to lead BYU. And that will bring uh, Jacobson to the plate. Casey, third baseman, Flower Mound, Texas product. He kind of waved at that uh, curveball. Owen won the count. Cougars on the board here in the eighth. And the pitch. Jacobson again swings at a curveball. That was out of the zone. Yeah, that's not a good swing right there. Casey's had one at bat in the game. He grounded back to Piscotti at third base. Oops, just got a battle right here. Find a way. You've seen it now. I ain't going to fool you this time. Just got a battle. He's going to go right back to it if I was him. 0-2. And Jacobson swings and misses. And the Cougars with uh, two runs on two hits, or one run on two hits. No errors. One man left. We're through. Seven and a half innings, 6-1. St. Mary's over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here is the Cougars uh, after scoring a run in the eighth. Bo Burrup into the ball game. Ryan Novus, left fielder, will step in. Novus is one for two today, singled in the second inning, struck out in the fourth, and was hit by a pitch in the sixth. And Burrup uh, on in relief here for the Cougars, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. Bo Burrup uh, this year for the Cougars, two wins, two losses, uh, 6.59 earned run average. This is his 19th appearance. He's has thrown 28 innings for BYU, and that pitch is over for a strike. Ball and a strike. Here's Burrup's uh, pitch. Swing and a miss by Novus. Good pitch right there by Burrup. A lot of sink to it. St. Mary's uh, six runs on eight hits. Cougars one run on seven hits. Franks has only walked one batter for St. Mary's. Been very effective. A swing and a miss. And Novus goes down on strikes for out number one. And Piscotti steps in. Piscotti will step in. 
He lined out in the second, had a sack fly RBI in the fourth, and had a sacrifice bunt in the sixth. So officially 0 for 1 for Piscotti, and the first pitch from Burrup is over for a strike. Well, Cougars need to regroup. Uh, they've got Utah coming up and then back down to play uh, San Francisco next weekend. Just got to start having some fun, you know. Yeah, uh, loosen really. up. Yeah. Uh, take, a, take a deep breath and start having fun playing the game. you got nothing to play for like you talked about, but pride in having fun in this game. And for those seniors, you hope you just can finish your career just enjoying this game one last time. Here's the 0-2. I mean, you're bound to have... Seasons, you know, where yeah. things don't go well, but you still, uh, you know, like to have a good time. And I think part of the problem this year is they just so tight. I mean, yeah. everybody trying to do a little bit too much. Certainly not a lack of effort, maybe a little too much effort mentally, you know, yeah, into time. the game. Yeah, you're right. Ball and two strikes to Piscotti. Still a lot of good games left on the schedule. With Utah, San Francisco, Stanford, and Pacific. Pitches down low. Ball two. Two two pitch. Ball grounded foul off the bat of Piscotti. St. Mary's 12 wins, 8 losses on the year. This will be a, able to hang on. Big sweep for them to try to propel themselves into the conference tournament. Piscotti lines one into left, base well, hit. Well, who they play in front of them, they possibly, by sweeping us, could, could come out. They win the next two series, yeah. they could win the league. Yeah, they could. So. Started the weekend in fifth place, but that's how bunched up all the teams yeah. were. A one-out single by Piscotti will bring Joey Fisk to the plate. 6-1 the score. St. Mary's leading. First pitch from Burrup is outside to Fisk. Joey Fisk uh, 0 for 4 in the game. Had four RBIs in uh, yesterday's game, but uh, Cougars have shut him down so far. And here is Burp's pitch. Ball ground into right field. Base hit. Piscotti will hold at second base. Back-to-back singles will bring Eddie House to the plate. Boy, you just see this very disciplined hitting approach. And, boy, pitch, you know, on the outside part of the plate, they'll they'll go with it. Yeah. Right there, not hit hard, but hit into right field. Yeah, they don't strike out a ton. They put the ball in play, and they, they have a good inside-out approach. As Eddie House steps in, he is uh, one hit in the ball game. And here's the pitch from Burrup. And that's over for a strike. House single in the first, walked in the second. Was on with an error in the fifth and grounded out in the sixth. Cougars have turned a couple of double plays in the ball game. That ball hit pretty well right at Brock Hale in right. He'll 
get there, make the catch. Runners unable to advance on the line drive to Hale. Two men out, and Thorson steps in. He singled his last time up. He is two for three today. And when you look back at it, he really probably had the big hit of the game, of the, of the series of Thursday, eighth inning, the home run in the eighth off uh, Jordan Wood to tie it up. And since then, it's kind of been downhill for the Cougars. It really has, yeah. I mean, you had that game right in your hands. That's the funny thing about this sport. Pitch is down low, ball one. If you you know you win that game, it's you just you never know with the confidence of yeah. a team. You find a way to win that game, and then you come in in a different attitude. You don't feel defeated when you came in yesterday, and it kind of changes everything. Well, and you you, you come in with probably a little less pressure on your shoulders, oh, and that's what I'm seeing. The, yeah. the Cougars just so much pressure on this team to perform that they're just uh, not doing it. And, and last year, it's like, man, they were the complete opposite. They just they played relaxed and excited and just big hit after big hit, and it was a fun team to follow. And with all these guys coming back, you figure it would be the same type of, you know, season. Ball hit pretty well. Back goes McIntyre, right center field. He is there, and it's over his head. And that ball will bounce oh, over the wall. That will be a double run. by Thorson. One run scores. That ball, you can see that jet stream blowing now out to right center field. And uh, ball carried right to the base of the wall and bounced up over the wall. So a double by Thorson, his third hit of the ball game. First RBI today. As Piscotti scores from second base, and Milam will step in with runners at second and third. Seven to one now. Two men out, and Burrup, uh, his first pitch to Milam is over for a strike. Got the chance to coach Milam two years ago in the summer, and, man, he's a fantastic kid, talented player. Just loves to play the game. No balls and a strike. Pitch is uh, a little bit high, and the count goes to one and one. Well, St. Mary's answers the Cougars' uh, run in the eighth with one of their own here in the bottom half of the inning. And the pitch to Milam is down low for ball two. Bo Burrup trying to get the last out here in the eighth. And here is the 2-1 pitch to Milam. That is inside for ball three. That just missed. Here's Burrup and the pitch, and that's over for a strike three and two. Well, you got first base open here with their best hitters, so got to go to your best pitch right here. Milam looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 4 today. And here is Burrup's pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. Milam goes down. 
one run in the inning on three base hits. There were no errors and two runners left on base. We are through eight complete. 7-1 St. Mary's over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. New pitcher for St. Mary's, Michael Hobbs. He's got 11 saves on the year, freshman out of Corona, California. As he's had a good start to his career here at St. Mary's. Hobbs, this year, uh, two wins, three losses, so he's blown some saves. But this will be his 20th appearance in 31 innings, has 39 strikeouts. He's only walked nine. Kid looks like he's 35. He does look like a a mature, uh, very mature college uh, athlete, and he's a freshman. Pepperdine leading uh, USF by a score of 4-3 in the eighth. In the eighth inning. And Brian Sewell lead it off. He'll be followed by Kringlin and then Kelton. Looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter for Kringlin as McKay Jacobson has made his way out. 7-1, St. Mary's leading the Cougars here. Three outs away from sweeping this BYU team. And the pitch to Sue is fouled up. Out of play. Two more, Hobbs A. Can we go one, please? Be natural, you're Hobbs A. You got this better. Brian Sue, 1 1 count. Pitch from Hobbs is inside for a ball. Hobbs has his shirt uh, unbuttoned, uh, about down to the middle of his chest. Yes, he does. <laughs> Makes him look like he's a grizzled uh, 40-year-old uh, major league closer. Little looper up and over the head of uh, Gio Diaz, so a leadoff single by Sue. Brian's first hit of the game. And the Cougars now with eight hits, but only one run. Well, that's been like you talked about 100 times now, the story of our season. We've been really good getting hits with nobody on base. Or we're two outs and nobody on. Uh, if you look at our team average as leadoff hitters or our two-out average with nobody on base, it's unbelievable. It's just been able to string a multiple hits together and then get that big hit with uh, with two outs. McKay Jacobson in pinch hitting. McKay uh, 11 at-bats this year, has one hit. Backup catcher for the Cougars, and the first pitch to Jacobson is outside ball one. So the Cougars just trying to end on a positive note here, get get a few base hits. They put a run on here in the eighth inning. McKay's a smaller kid, but he's strong. Pop-up. Right fielder coming in hard. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. So one man down for the Cougars, and that will bring to the plate uh, Colby Kelton. Kelton is grounded into two double plays in the ball game, and uh, his last time up he doubled. One of the softest doubles you'll have in your career, but hey, it's a double. Looped one uh, right over the shortstop second baseman, right over the bag. All three of them and the center fielder are going after it. Nobody covering the bag at second. 
Kelton able to leg that one into a two-bagger as Kelton fouls that pitch off. Hobbs a very, very kind of unorthodox, very quick uh, delivery. Yeah, he is. He's just like a lot of pressure on his arm. He's out there to just rock and fire. Here's the 0-1 to Kelton. It's a pretty good slider. Pops over the outside corner for a strike. Boy, it's really cooled down here in the last yeah, hour or so. It really has. You can feel that breeze now when it really wasn't blowing earlier. Compared to yesterday, it's like 40 degrees difference. 0-2. Pitch to Kelton is outside for ball one. Cougars' uh, next game uh, Tuesday night, Salt Lake against the University of Utah. Utah's lost uh, 12-1 and 25-5 this weekend so far to Stanford with one game to play. Those games being played up in Salt Lake. 1-2 pitch. Kelton swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Two men down, and uh, McIntyre steps in. Cooper's last chance here. Extend this ball game. As Mitch McIntyre grounded out in the second, singled in the fifth, and uh, grounded out in the fourth. One for three on the day for McIntyre. And the first pitch is a fastball over for a strike. Cougars will catch a flight back home to later tonight. Practice on Monday and uh, get ready for the Utes on Tuesday before jumping back on a plane Wednesday. One more. Coming back down here to play San Francisco uh, next weekend. Those games, just like this weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday games, 3 o'clock here local time, and uh, Saturday at 1. We'll have all those games for you here on uh, BYU Radio Network and ESPN 960. The ball's two strikes. And the pitch is just a little bit outside for ball one. Cougars, seven hits, but one run. Three of the uh, seven runs by St. Mary's have been unearned. Pitch is way outside ball two. Baseball, funny game, you never know. I mean, sometimes you get 20 hits and score five runs, and sometimes you – but it's all about uh, scoring runs any way you can get them in. It really is, yeah. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch is up high. And there goes the runner. And that, I think the count, oh, they're going to get uh, Sue in a rundown. The count was only two and two. McIntyre started going down to the bag at first base. He thought he had walked. Sue thought he had walked. And they throw Sue out. What an unbelievable way to end the ball. That's game. just like tells the story of the weekend, right? Holy cow. How do you? 
How do both guys miss on the count? Unbelievable. Both McIntyre and Sue both asleep there on that uh, on that play. Uh, Tuckett, uh, appreciate you being with us. Uh, tough weekend at Moraga. But uh, Cougars got to get home, uh, kind of right the ship, and get things going for next week. We're going to send it back for a timeout. Be back with uh, post game right after this on your BYU New Skin Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball post game show. Here's Brent Norton on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Okay, back here at. Uh, Louis Gisto Field on the campus of St. Mary's as the St. Mary's Gales complete the sweep of the BYU Cougars. Uh, win tonight by a score of 7-1. to one. Odd play at the end. McIntyre, a 2-2 count, took a pitch outside. He thought it was a 3-2 count. So he threw his bat away. Brian Sue is at first base, started walking towards second base. A catcher came out and uh, threw down to second. Sue finally realized what had happened and uh, tried to dive back into the bag at first base. And what a fitting way for this uh, sweep to end for BYU. Just a lack of a heads-up play by both McIntyre and Sue. You would think one of them would know the count, but uh, neither one of them did. Uh, so just an unfortunate ending. Cougars down 7-1. to one. Probably didn't make much of a difference, but uh, just a, a tough way for it to end. And uh, now joined by uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood and coach... Um, Again today, uh, you know, you gave up uh, uh, three unearned runs in the ball game early, and then the fourth run was, you know, the, the wild pitch that got the guy to third base to get the sacrifice fly, and uh, you know, just just a tough loss. I mean, just aren't getting things done. Yeah, and it's attention to detail. Um, you look at when they when they got their first two runs, just the sequence of of what happened. Um, I think it was might have been a hit by pitch, a walk. Then we do a nice job on on defense, run our wheel play, get the lead runner, um, exactly what we want. And then we have a ball that we can't keep in front of a ball that Noah should block and keep in front of him, but he doesn't. Goes four feet to the right. They move runners up, get another out with two outs, and then Brian one misses it. Drew is slow getting over the first, and by a millimeter of a second, he's safe and costs us two runs. On that same play, Noah leaves the plate un- unoccupied. It's just a lack of lack of attention to detail, just the way we ended the game right there. Yeah. Um, board says 2-2. Um, I don't know why Mitch didn't know what the count was. I'm not sure why Brian didn't know what the count was. We're running if it's full count. I mean, we're, we're sending <laughs> yeah. him if it's full count. We're not going to stay there. Um, it's it just, you know, it, the team, it's like they're in a fog, and we're trying to get them out of it. And, uh, I man, I just, I'm at wit's end. I'm not sure really what to do with this team. Well, it's tough. I mean, sometimes you got to pat them on the back. Sometimes you got to kick them in the rear. And I, I know you've done both. Yeah. And neither one seemed to work. At now this I'm trying point. to ignore them, and that's not working either. <laughs> well, Coach, uh, I laugh, but uh, it's tough. And I know you, you've mentioned, we've talked, and you said you've never really gone through this type of thing. Maybe with a young team or, you know, whatever, but a veteran squad like this, uh, just uh, not sure what to do. And you've still got some big games left coming yeah. up. And and as we talked in the pregame, you know, you want to end it positively. You want to have a good experience for everybody, make baseball fun. That's what it's supposed to be. And, Absolutely. boy, you just feel like they're so tight. Yeah, they are. I mean, you can feel it. And, and, and clearly it's not from the coaching staff because, you know, we haven't said a word to them negatively. And we're just we're trying to let them just go play. But, um, you know, it just Sneeman strikes out and goes and slams his bat in the in, in the – clubhouse or in the dugout and you know it's just that that feeling and even though you say hey don't slam your bat in the dugout 
it just that's what he's been doing for two months, and so that's what he's going to keep doing. And it, it's just a you know, it's just one of those. It's guy after guy after guy, and you just it's hard to get uh, rid of that attitude right now. You know the crazy thing, Coach. You were up one nothing in the eighth inning of the first game. Thorson gets up against Wood, hits a ball that I think it's a, a fly ball out easily, and it carries out of the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. And, and from then on, the wheels kind of came off. I mean, that just invigorated that St. Mary's team, and and it just seemed to crush the Cougars. And and uh, from that point on, it was it was all St. Mary's in the series. Well, and I think that's happened to us all year long, with the exception of Hawaii and. When we, when we went to open the season at Cal Northridge. State Northridge, when they, when Northridge scored, we answered every single time in all four games of that, that series. And we we won three or four games to open up the season. But we answered every single time they scored. And, you know, it seems like starting with after the Omaha series when we started going with Loyola, when a team would score one run, it felt like the game was over. You know, if they got if somebody got one run ahead, it felt like the game was over. And that's just kind of been the feeling with, the, with this team. Sometimes it feels like that with teams. It's just it's just weird. But these guys have a lack of ability to, to battle back. And, and it's our second year here. We didn't have the players to really do that. But even they showed a little spunk. These guys, I think a lot of it's they, they just feel like they should be doing it. They're not. So they feel sorry for themselves and they're getting tight and all. Um, instead of just going and playing and have fun. And uh, like you said, we've tried to kick him in the rear. We try to pat him on the back. We try to ignore him. We tried. I mean, I've I've got to go buy another coaching book to figure out what to do with this team. Well, coach, uh, you've got Utah coming up. They got beat twenty-five to five today by Stanford. They got beat twelve to one last night up in Salt Lake by Stanford. Well, who that's you're, bad news. Who you're going to have on the schedule here in about ten days. We play them both Utah Tuesday and Stanford a week from yeah, Tuesday. But, so uh, that but, looks fun. Uh, you know, you'll be back tonight. Uh, have a chance to to uh, practice Monday and. Uh, Hopefully something clicks and uh, you know have a have a good ending to this season. That's all. That's all we can hope for. We just want to compete. I just want the guys to go out there and compete and 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 have a competitive attitude. That's what we're all about. That's what we you know the back of our t shirt says show up, but that's totally opposite of what we're doing right now. I mean we're we're I, I remember Jeff Kent when he spoke at one of our first pitch dinners his sophomore year at Cal, he said he was so tentative with things that when he got on the bus to go to the games, he didn't want the bus to stop because he knew that he would have to compete when the bus stopped. And I feel like that's our team right now. We, we don't want the bus to stop. We want it to keep going and going in circles and never stop at the game because that's when we're, when we're going to have to compete. And it's, and it's kids, you know, last year you averaged over eight runs a ball game. This year you're just a little over four. And, uh, and you know, that just puts a lot of pressure on the pitching staff, on yeah. the defense and everything. Well, in a pitching staff that's depleted with with uh, Riley going down and, and Brady going down, that's 120 innings that we that we have to chew up somewhere else. And guys going in different roles. You start saw Drew Zimmerman start today, his first start. And I thought he competed. Drew's got to learn. He's a freshman. He's got to learn how to to locate that fastball. He kind of just gets up there. When you come in at the end of the game and you can just blow it out for one or two innings, um, you know his fastball is going to be 92, 94, and he can get away with pitches down the middle. As a starter, if his velo is going to drop to 89-91, he's got to learn how to pitch to the black. Um, and that's why we're sending him out summer ball to, to get some innings as a starter. So, you know, it's, it's, a, pro, it's, it's a process. We have to stick with it. Um, and, you know, the guys right now just don't believe in themselves. And hopefully it'll click, like you said, and, and uh, we can finish strong. All right, Coach A, we appreciate you coming up. Uh, uh, have a safe trip back, and we'll see you Tuesday night up in Salt Lake. All right, Brent, thanks. You bet. Uh, Cougars uh, lose us by a score of 7-1. to as uh, St. Mary's ends up sweeping the series here in uh, Moraga, I'd like to thank uh, Cole Wiesinger back at the station. Uh, Tuckett Slade, uh, uh, who's uh, done the color for us uh, so many games this year. And uh, just remind fans, we'll be back on the air from Salt Lake.
Tuesday night against the Utes. With that, we'll say so long from St. Mary's.